superpowers on the Super Power Up Podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers Podcast show. I am your host, Tatiana Berende, and today I have with me Valerie Lemmy, and we are going to be discussing reconnecting with the feminine divine. Valerie's story is very, very interesting. Um, When she was 54 years old and hopeless after 39 years of searching for physical and emotional healing, happiness, and success, Valerie finally told the truth. Her life was a mess, and so were most of her clients' and colleagues' lives. She realized that all of the medical, alternative, and personal growth systems she had tried had failed, and she said, enough. Then she met Ty Kane, creator of Future Visioning. She signed up, dove in, and got real, and within weeks, she healed her body, saved her marriage, and transformed her career. And she said, I must share this with the world. So now Valerie is the first certified master Future Visioning practitioner in the world and is helping others heal their whole lives just the way she did. Her book is called Falling in Love with Your Future, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. Welcome to the show, Valerie. Thank you so much, Tatiana. It's really a true pleasure for me to be here. Yeah. So let's dive right in, Valerie. Why don't you tell us what are your superpowers? Yes. Well, you know, I was thinking about this. I have a couple, I guess most <laughs> superheroes do, right? Uh, they right. have a couple of powers. And my first one is that I work with the power of the future and I get people to fall in love. That's hence the, the title of the book, Fall in Love with Their Future. Because in your future, or in my future, in our future, we are truly who we are becoming is more real than who we are today. So by connecting to your future self, and this is what I have the superpower to do with my clients, um, family and friends, they are able to uh, progress and grow at a very, very rapid rate. So uh, this is really fascinating to me. And the first question that comes up when I, when I hear you say this is like, aren't we kind of always affecting the outcome of our future? Like, can't it change? I guess that's my fundamental question. Absolutely. Uh, at any moment in time, there are an near infinite amount of choices that, and uh, I, I, I guide my clients into this one process where you stand on the horizon and you look out and you see all these different bubbles of light and each one represents a possible future, a doorway into a future. So there's always choices and that's the part I like that you're, you're really smart there and perceptive when you said, aren't we always creating? Yes, we are. But what most people are doing is that they're projecting a mediocre or a negative outcome from old programming, unconscious programming. And so I actually teach people how to start to take that creative energy, harness it, and utilize it daily in their lives. Super cool. I love it. Um, I'm, 
I think I probably do something similar. I just don't even, I haven't, I haven't named it as such. I, you know, I, uh, I love this work and I, I also love working with, you know, future versions of ourselves. I think it can be really powerful to sort of vision who you, who you see yourself becoming and walking towards that. Sounds like that's, you know, a little bit of, of the work that you do, but I know nothing about it. Can you, can you tell me and, and our listeners a little bit more about the work? Oh, absolutely. So there's a couple of components and one of them is that, well, a lot of us have been aware of inner child work, of course, that's become very popular mainstream actually. So no one's going to tell you that you're a little woo woo if you talk about the inner child. Also, because I work with the quantum and metaphysical principle that all time exists simultaneously, I teach people that your future self is real and so is your inner child. They are real. They actually exist in a parallel timeline from yours. And so if they have a dark future, your child, your adolescent, your young adult, that needs to be healed so that they can move forward with you. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the components. The other component is that we have all been uh, programmed and accepted either being in some form of victim or martyr state of being where we play very small and self-pity is one of the most distressing energies. And so I teach people how we're choosing martyr victim and how to actually get out of it. And another component is that you're, there are no negative emotions. And most people are very surprised to hear that because what about anger? What about hate? No, there are times, I mean, apartheid would still be here if people didn't hate oppression, right? Mm -hmm. And didn't uh, hate inequality and get angry when they saw it. Change comes from that. Mm -hmm. But if you suppress these emotions, then all suppressed emotions are dangerous and deadly. Even even joy can kill Mm -hmm. you slowly if it's suppressed, right? So I teach people to either honor feel, release, or express their emotions. And then the other component is the reconnection with the divine. Uh, Seeing your anger at God for all the times you felt like he let you down. And then what we are talking about today, reconnecting, well, ending the separation from Mm -hmm. what I call the goddess or the feminine divine and also healing your rage against her. So when you put all those together, it creates this incredibly dynamic and effective uh, like state of being that translates into miracles happening in your life and healings, uh, incredible healings. You know, like I healed, yeah. I think, yeah, I healed my back completely. I was in the emergency room twice, high blood pressure, um, joint pain, insomnia, lots of stuff. Yeah, it's amazing how the body takes on some of these pieces if we're not if we're not bringing them to consciousness and working with them. So I love this. I'm totally on board. Um, 
I want to talk more about what you brought up about this rage about the goddess, but we do have to go to a quick break. Um, and then when, uh, when we come back, I'm, I really want to dive into this rage against rage against the goddess and, and turning that one around and talk a little bit more about that and hear more of your perspective on it. But um, so before we go to break, can you please just tell everybody where they can find out more about you and your work? Yes. Uh, my website, ValerieLemme.com. That's V-A-L-E-R-I-E-L-E-M-M-E.com. All one word. And there's a sign up and then you can keep in touch with me and find out more about what I do. Awesome. And her book is called Falling in Love with Your Future. So we've been talking with Valerie Lemmy about reconnecting with the feminine divine. And we're going to dive into this whole goddess rage as soon as we get back. So stay tuned. This should be good. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you manage Master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. All right. And we are back. Okay. So tell me about this whole raging at the goddess and peace. You've piqued my interest clearly. <laughs> I, want, I want to dive into this one. Good. I'm really happy to hear that. And this is just such a pleasure, by the way. I'm having so much fun here. Uh, so I want to thank you, too. Good. Yeah. Um, so the rage. So Lazarus is uh, this channeled being that I have come to know. And Ty, who developed Future Visioning, took a lot of the information from Lazarus's teachings. It's really wonderful. And you can check that out with uh, Lazarus.com, L-A-Z-A-R-I-S.com. It's really wonderful. But one time he made a statement and he said, every woman on earth has rage against the goddess and every man waking up must face his rage against the goddess. So I was like, well, that's intriguing. And having gone into my own pain and found that at the metaphysical root of it, because I believe that the metaphysical creates the physical, was an anger, a disappointment, a hurt, a wound, and a rage toward the goddess who I felt had abandoned me, wasn't in my existence, wasn't there. And it's deeper for women, or it's just as deep for men, but women are more aware of it. And oftentimes the separation and rage at the goddess comes out in our feminine beingness. So for instance, you know, PMS, uh, breast cancer, um, you know, cervical issues, um, menopause is a big one. You know, you can't run from it anymore. There it culminates, the hot flashes. So the feminine uh, problems tend always on a deeper spiritual level to be linked up with rage at the goddess. So this is really fascinating to me because I've never, um, 
I've worked a lot with anger. I work a lot with, with physical symptoms. I work a lot with, you know, emotion, the whole emotional spectrum mm-hmm. and freeing those and, and, and claiming them and all of this, but the rage. And so the rage is definitely, I've seen that as like a part of the journey. Um, but I've never heard it as rage at the goddess like in 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 the understanding that i've come to in my work it's like you know did the goddess abandon us or did we walk away from her and yeah good very good distinction and of course the goddess didn't abandon us at all but we did walk away we sort of xed her out and it came from a historical point of view that once upon a time, ancient civilizations actually did um, worship and celebrate goddess energy. That was long, long, long time ago. And then we came into this very masculine, you know, patriarchal, um, and when I say male chauvinistic, I am not talking about, oh, men are horrible, but that it has a perspective of domination versus dominion competition versus collaboration. Um, One time Greg Braden was being interviewed and he was talking about this ruin that they were unearthing and they found no mass graves and no main wall with a moat. So they speculated that there was no war and no like famine or anything like that, that there was this spirit at the time of collaboration. And this was like 15,000 years ago before Mm -hmm. recorded history. Mm -hmm. So the goddess was there. And then through this need to dominate and be in control, we started to demonize. That is why we don't allow ourselves to feel our emotions, to express our emotions. That's considered weak. You know, if you're an emotional person, you're considered weak. There's all, it's permeated into our culture and waking up and owning that your emotions are actually your GPS. Like I just went to a conference, Tatiana, the other day, and they were saying, well, don't let your emotions run you. I was like, but they do run you, (laughs) whether you want them to or not, you know. So it's gotten a bad rap, and that's because we've eschewed and suppressed the feminine in our culture. And yes, we're getting better, but still we have a long, long, long way to go. Yeah, I agree with you. We have a long way to go. And I have, you know, I have an interesting take on the whole emotional piece. I've done, I've done a lot of work in this area, and I think that there's I think that both are true in terms of the like, don't let your emotions run you and they do run you. Um, Because I think that there's a way, or this is what I've come to in my own personal practice and what I'm, what I'm working on with um, some of my clients as well is there's a, there's a way to be in relationship with our emotions that allows them to be fluid, allows them to flow through us, but also doesn't allow them to, you know, it doesn't allow like our decision making, if you will, or like the, the, the guidance in our life to be completely run by emotions that are, could be like, you know, sort of wreaking havoc or sort of running out of control. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, 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 yes, I do agree 100% with that. You're absolutely right. And I feel like that phenomena happens when the emotions are 
not felt, released, or expressed. Totally. I am in complete yeah. agreement with you on that one because right. any anytime we, we suppress something, it's going to get louder. If you have a little kid who's asking you a question and you just don't pay attention to them, they are going to get louder and louder and louder and louder <laughs> until you do. And I think our emotions are kind of the same way. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where the whole body piece comes in, right? Because if we're not listening to our emotions, you know, some of us can get really, really good at stuffing emotions in all sorts of different places. And that's when the body starts to really take on the expression of pain or disease or all these, you know, physical ailments that we start to, to craft in our, in our body. It's, it's, I mean, from my understanding, it's like our emotional buildup trying to, trying to sort of get our attention. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And pain is really your, and I know this, what are you talking about? But I think you'll understand like pain is your friend in a way. It's a messenger. It's like, it's when your smoke alarm goes off in your house because you really do have a fire and it would be like you going over to the smoke alarm and smashing it with a bat because you want it to be quiet. Totally. And it's like, that's what we do when we have pills or surgeries or even alternative things like, you know, um, you know, I, I go into the chiropractor, go into the acupuncture. It's not that these things are terrible or bad, but if you're trying to fight, which is again, the male chauvinistic approach, I'm going to suppress you. I'm going to fight you. I'm not going to listen to you. So we have techniques where we actually go into the pain or the symptom and we have found and discovered that the body has a symbolic language, which is just beautiful. It doesn't speak in a verbal language. So you have to get the symbology and love that part of yourself and really understand it. And in doing so, there's this incredible experience of healing that begins and sometimes it takes more than one session. Well, sometimes we've got a lot that we've stuffed down there into that symptom or we have something to learn from it that is profound and deep. And once we get the message, right, and when we begin to become that person, the pain then goes away. It no longer has to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I've seen that in my own life and, and with clients as well. It's really powerful stuff. Are you familiar with Arnold Mendel's work? Um, it sounds familiar. What is the name of it? Arnold, Arnold Mandel. He, he, he works, um, with something he, he calls the dream body. And, mm. um, it's just, it sounds, it sounds very, very similar, very similar work. I think this, this work is so important and so foundational and like really powerful stuff. And, and I, and I think that we need, we need more of it. We need more people like yourself who are willing to just so boldly state, like there's a direct connection here and, and here's how you, here's how you clear it. Because, you know, I'm, I'm not, I've come to this place in my own personal journey. I'm not totally anti Western medicine, but I think like you mentioned, there's like a, there's a mentality that comes with it. Um, and there's, you know, there's beautiful, um, doctors and, and healers really in the, in the Western medical model. And there's also people who are really coming more from that, um, what you call the, um, did you call it misogynistic? You used a different word. 
Yeah, um, but that's what we're talking but about. That's right, but that, but from, from that, you know, sort of dominant mindset, I'm going, you know, power over mindset. There's people like that in the alternative healing world as well, who are really oh, just like sort of taking that approach. It's, it's about a mindset. It, the, the tools on a certain level are irrelevant. Um, not completely irrelevant. Some tools are more effective than others in their essence. But I think we, what we're finding and what it feels like you and I are really coming to agreement on in, in this conversation is that it's, it's the way in which we do something more than the what is done um, and the attitude that we're bringing to it um, and the energetic yes. that we're bringing to it that really is like the core and the root that needs to get addressed and looked at would you would you say that's accurate absolutely and there are certain things that um orthodox medicine can do so wonderfully i I am not actually uh particularly anti that but i know that it has its place and i know that it has its reach and i know that it has its limitations as well but it's also very good for you know uh, particular diagnosis. And like, I just saw this one man speaking over the weekend and he said, Hey, if you just were in a car accident and you broke your leg, please don't come and call me, go to the emergency room. They're really good at that. That's what they do. And so, and we've created that. I, I believe that we are powerful spiritual beings down here on earth and we create our reality and we've created, hospitals and MediQuick centers and, you know, um, some of the amazing uh, technology that is being developed. It's, it's, it's mind boggling. It's fascinating. But we all know, I think, that a change has to happen anyway. And so that's what I was. And let me just say this, Tatiana, it's my experience that when someone self heals, when someone heals themselves, there is an empowerment that is beyond any other, I went to this person and they healed me. Totally. It is, yeah, it's an empowerment. And for anyone who's really ready and willing and wants to take that next step, then uh, I feel like my work falls uh, really squarely in line with their you know, desire to do that. So let's talk a little bit about how you're, because I think a lot of practitioners sort of hold this view of like, I'm the healer and you're going to come to me and you're going to get healed. And, and it perpetuates this idea that we need, I mean, I, I do believe that we do need other people um, just in general in in life like we need one another that's that's part of being a human if you're a human being the baby doesn't get touched it will die you know like we need other human beings so there there that is that is a an element at play but i think that you really hit on something that's really important um that i would love to hear discussed more about this you know healing ourselves and the empowerment that comes comes with that. I, you know, I, my background is, um, in midwifery and I worked as a doula and I remember, I remember my doula training, my, my teacher talking about, you know, when a woman is in transition, which is the point right before she's about to push the baby out and how, you know, if you support her as a doula through that transition and you talk her through it and you like get her through it, she's going to, you know, love you for the rest of her life and just, you know, you're going to be her savior. But what's even more powerful is to let her get through that on her own 
because then she will believe that she can conquer the world. And right. And so I would just love to hear a little bit more from you about how your work, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, how you do that with people. Yeah. And, and, and I'm really vibing with you right now because I almost became a midwife and uh, I was, I helped uh, two of my friends birth their babies. And I also had my child, my, my son uh, in a uh, midwifery center here in New Jersey. So, Mm -hmm. so I, I'm really with you there. Um, It's a paradox. And so one of the uh, metaphysical principles that future visioning utilizes is if you look for simple solutions, you will have a frustrating life. If you embrace complexity, you will have an easy life. So this is about the fact that both are true. We need other people. Oh my God, please. I mean, what would happen if everyone else on the planet disappeared. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, as long as there were animals and plants, I guess I would survive, but it would be lonely and dismal. Oh. We've created this co-creating, you know, um, reality, which is very, very beautiful. So, so we need other people, and yet we also need to be whole and complete in ourselves in another way where we're not looking for validation and our self-esteem through other people. And I think as women, here we're going back to the goddess or the feminine divine, as women, we are taught, I'm sure you find this all the time, to put ourselves last or even sometimes not even in the equation. And it's, it's so tragic and so sad because we are primary and it is important that we be fully in our personal feminine power. How can we do that if we're not aligned with the divine feminine? So the reconnection is truly, truly important for women in the world today. And I think we are starting, we are seeing the um, the, 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 the outgrowth of that more and more publicly. But for me, I needed to feel it on the deepest emotional part because for me, there was a longing that nothing else could touch in my whole entire life. Unfortunately, I kept on trying to find that fulfillment in the wrong things. And when I finally felt the connection with the feminine divine inside of me, outside of me, both at the same time, again, paradox, there was an acceptance of myself, a healing that was so profound, I've actually stated that I've never felt alone ever since that moment. And Mm -hmm. even now, I feel like there's tears coming to my eyes because Mm -hmm. it changed my whole life in that moment when I realized that I was made of love. Mm. Who I really am is complete and unconditional love. And what are God and goddess, what is the universe made of? Love. Mm -hmm. So at the deepest part of me, there was this absolute connection. Oneness, actually, not even connection, but oneness. Yeah. And in that moment, there were these cascades of 
purple <laughs> light coming down over my body. And it was because I had lost that connection because I had painful beliefs about love in my life. Love mm. is pain. I'm always hurt when I love. I, you know, the deepest pain I've ever had is when I've loved the most. And so I couldn't trust myself and I couldn't trust the divine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I know that that's, that's a very common story that a lot of people, a lot of people are running and that, that moment you described is so beautiful. And, you know, I've, I remember having moments that way also. I mean, I have, I come into that, that oneness connection often. I mean, that is the fundamental truth, right? That that's, that's who we are. Mm -hmm. That love is at the, at the basis of who we are. And that goes for every single one of us. Right? Yes. And again, I'm quoting Lazarus here when he, I heard him, speak about the divine and this is how he framed it and i immediately loved it um it was god goddess all that is hmm. i was like oh i get it now it's <laughs> it's inside it's outside it's in me it's mm -hmm. in you it's everywhere and so instead of me looking to be understood from that moment or it was a gradual really undoing of not caring about like, well, am I understood? More importantly, am I being understanding? Mm -hmm. Understanding how reality works, understanding what the other person is wanting. You know, it's wonderful to be understood. It's, we always feel like, oh, I love you. You understand me. But that's not why we're here. You know, so it's not fulfilling, right? In the same way that being understanding is. Right. Well, Valerie, this is um, this has been such a great conversation. I really enjoyed our our talk and having you on the show. I'm, you know, I want to ask you what's up next for you. If you could tell our listeners, you know, what's mm -hmm. what's in your future, Miss Miss Future Crafter. <laughs> Well, uh, our book is uh, available on Amazon now for pre-sale. So if you go in, and it's only 99 cents, right? That we we want to make this available. It's going to be launched sometime in February, March, and mm -hmm. I and and I I co-wrote it with um, my mentor Ty Kane, who is an amazing man, and teaches people about you know their <laughs> inner goddess energy all the time and reconnects them with their healing. And also I, I, I want to say that this is about prosperity and abundance too. This is not just, it's, it's healing, it's love, it's relationships, but it's also about really actualizing your full potential on all levels. And money is just another form of love. That's what I have come to. So um, I just welcome building future visioning, having it be more and more recognized so that people are starting to be empowered from the inside out and from the top down, you know? So vertical and horizontal empowerment. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Awesome. 
Well, like I said, this has been really wonderful. We've been talking with Valerie Lemmy about reconnecting with the feminine divine. Um, is there any sort of like tip or, or yeah, tidbit that you want to leave our audience with before we sign off? Yes. When we talk about the divine, we are not talking about an impersonal somewhere out there force and specifically the goddess knows who you are she knows your name and the deepest most profound experience is the reconnecting with that energy inside of all of us we really truly see a future where the world works for everyone that's my deepest commitment that's my deepest vision and i am working to create that more and more and more and so if anyone is interested um please again um contact me through my website at valerielemmy.com i will have information going out about the book launch and um and i really encourage them to start working with their brightest future their fullest potential because it's real and it works Awesome. Thank you so much, Valerie. And uh, to all of our beautiful listeners out there, I love you so much. And until next time, go out and love yourself more deeply so that you can love the world even more. So, all right. Much love. Many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.